Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Upstairs podcast. Steph here, and today I am joined by the Master of Law and Order, Samuel Ruck. Welcome to the podcast, Sam. Thanks for coming along. Well, thanks, Steph. It's good to be here. Now, to paint a bit of a picture for everyone listening, Sam is a 29-year-old male. He grew up in the rural kingdom of McCanterbury in New Zealand, was head boy at school, loves to throw a footy around, and went to Otago University to study law and is since back in New Zealand after an OE in London for a couple of years. Have I missed anything important there, Sam? I think that's about it, yeah. So you've recently had some news, and this is what caused you to reach out to me a few weeks ago. So all of you listeners are lucky enough that Rucky was keen to get on here and share his message with you all. So lucky you. Um, Sam, before we get into the now, can you tell us a bit about your health the past few years yeah absolutely um so I suppose you know going back I've sort of always yo-yoed up and down a wee bit um you know being like a younger fellow at high school and things I probably wasn't in the worst nick but not the best nick you know it's just sort of a a classic lad at high school and it wasn't until I went to university (laughs) the first year the fresher five sort of turned into the fresher 25 for me (laughs) and um to be as it does for many people in the target university 100%, 100%, you know, the beers were flowing and uh, like Steph said, I've come from McCannery, you know, I'm pretty fond of a pint myself. So, um, you know, the weight sort of came on and the only thing that really got it down was like sort of these events in my life, which caused me to lose a dramatic amount of weight in a certain small period. So, for example, I went on Outward Bound in my third year of university, cut down, then obviously invariably blew back up again, got out of... Uh, university and then the next event to like cut me back down was when I did a small stint in the territorial army so ever since then you know coming off those events I've always sort of gravitated going back up to that sort of unnatural anywhere between 10 15 kgs probably too heavy so to speak um and to be fair I probably carried it quite well because I'm probably like a walking square but <laughs> uh, I'm, you know, I'm a bit bulgy sort of thing so I don't really uh, tend to give any comments, but uh, reaching out to Steph, you know, a few weeks ago, a couple of months ago was um, after coming back from London. And then I had some results about the old, uh, the old heart stoppers, the cholesterol juice. So I thought I'd reach out to the expert herself and um, yeah, here I am. Nice, nice. So just starting with the whole yo-yo thing that a lot of people do this, it's kind of just like, it's common. It's what everyone does. We start to, feel a little bit average or not be happy with the way that we're looking and then we go on some sort of you know health kick health buzz health challenge whatever it may be at the time did you kind of know that you were doing this that you were like you know going hard and then chilling out for a bit and then like was it intentional do you think or you didn't really know yeah I don't really know I think in the university context it's just so easy to get carried away with what you're doing do you know um eating really unhealthily being in an environment surrounded by other lads in a pivotal stage of your life where you're sort of like just sort of I don't want to say peer pressured or anything but you're drinking all the time you're doing things that are naturally unhealthy and I think for me personally there was this massive aspect of drinking and being that sort of person has always been tied into the who I am you know bit of a party starter quite uh social and things like that so for me I don't necessarily think it was yo-yoing I think I was just like look this is who I am and just got to get stuck in um and it is what it is and I'll sort it out one day and that one day has been you know 
10 years later to be yeah. fair yeah nice and then I think for a lot of people that that one day can be different like you know for you it's been recently some people might not be till they're 35 some people 39 45 some people it's not till they're 60 but it's about kind of taking that look and being like okay what is my current situation and am I setting myself up for the future that I want um the drinking one's really hard, especially in New Zealand and actually a lot of cultures um, where drinking is such a massive thing and not something that people do want to give up because it does bring them a lot of joy. Um, you know, when we talked a while back, I kind of asked you what your biggest threats you thought were with your health. And I think you said smashing pints. Smashing pints, definitely smashing pints, you know. And like, you know, for all the listeners out there, I'm not an alky or anything, but I no. am. A- a lawyer, no uh, a lawyer has to play hard and work hard as well and you know I'm fond of a, a few beers and things like that and for me it's been this massive sort of thing the last few weeks of saying look if you're going to go in and enjoy yourself in that avenue you need to put the the work or the mahi in during the week to actually bring it back you know sort of like earn your points whereas in previously <laughs> I've just been like you know for example in London I was sort of working so hard and walking to the tram and the tube so much that I get my weight down but yeah. you know in New Zealand at the end of the day I'm, I'm eight hours sedentary sitting at a computer screen so then on a Friday and a Saturday if you can go and um, rip into it with the lads and you're not you know my metabolism is not the best either you know looking at my family history and things like that and um, yeah not having like a trade or anything where I'm rocking around I've just yeah. had to make a few changes so I can still potentially live you know that social way that I want to do yeah have you like thought about like have has your drinking habits kind of changed at all do you think or is it still quite like is that like that's such an important aspect of your life you don't really want to change that or I think you have been yeah. kind of well that's that's a hard one eh, Steph? because I think you know like going back to that whole thing I think I've probably started to realize probably in the last year or so especially in my time in London that that drinking is so intrinsically tied into my personality mm-hmm. which in a way is a very good thing because I do find that people gravitate towards that sort of energy but at the same time it's been a massive journey for me knowing in the back of my mind that it's actually really dangerous for me um, because I can actually function so clearly and normally drinking it doesn't impede my life like this but it makes me obviously not motivated I want to go to the gym the health side of things so I think you know I've taken steps to change that you know I don't because I don't drink during the week you know, yeah. Monday awesome. to Friday, I wouldn't have any alcohol, um, yeah. even with things like that. And I don't generally drink in the house. Um, I'm probably your quintessential New Zealand binge drinker, to be fair. Um, on, a, on a Friday and a Saturday, I, I get it all done um, hard and fast and efficient. So it's just um, probably recognising that that's the issue. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was actually a great reel that I saw of you the other day that kind of did the rounds on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> where, I, where I think it was your girlfriend taking a video of you carrying some pints and then yeah you were I don't know what you were doing but you felt like you well stumble <laughs> look I mean uh, maybe people have seen the video on Instagram of the radio hierarchy but you know obviously with the frame that I've gotten I was a bit unbalanced and <laughs> um, the dance isn't as good as what it was in high school so yeah all the uh, all the beers went over and I uh, obviously had to get another round so it was the core stability's gone shot yeah, well, wasn't a good way to spend $70 anyway. <laughs> so I've actually never done this, but before I went and Googled a pint 
of beer in the calorie content because like like all of us we try like so we we stay naive to certain things in our life because like we enjoy them right so I haven't necessarily gone out and studied the calorie content of all different types of alcohol and to be fair um, alcohol doesn't have the nutrition label on it so you don't really know um, but Rocky, I'm going to put it to you. Do you know approximately the calorie content of a pint of beer? This one was oh. a five percent, five percent strength. I reckon. I reckon a pint of full fat spates would be like uh, two hundred calories, maybe. Um, yeah, I would probably. Yeah, my old man always used to say there's a sausage in every pint, so. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe 200, yeah. But if you go for the uh, the skim fat beers, you know, space summon and whatnot, maybe a wee bit less. I don't know. Yeah, true. Well, the standard 5% was 240 cows, so you're bang on there. So for those that work in kilojoules, that's times that by 4.2. That's 1,000 kilojoules. Um, so a standard adult, their intake, that would be about one-eighth or one-ninth of their calorie intake for a day. So let's just say you're having five of those, then you're essentially having like half of your calories of a day and that. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if that's going to help the situation at all. I thought I'd just bring it up, but you did really yeah. well. You, you already know. <laughs> yeah, I definitely looked into it because, eh? you know, the thing with me is, is um, it's a bit funny. Like I actually exercise quite a lot. Um, so a lot of people find that quite surprising. But, you know, at the moment I bike to work, which is 6K one way. So I'm cycling 12K, always take the stairs and I make time to go to the gym. I've always played rugby and things like that, but I've sort of stayed the square, you know? Um, <laughs> so that's probably illustrating how much um, calories you are taking in an alcohol. Cause you know, if you eat clean all week and then even like you say, smash it on Friday or Saturday, there it is, you know, a phenomenal amount of calories that you're probably taking in in those two days, which offsets every, all the other good work that you're doing. Yeah, it essentially, I suppose, just means, like, say you're having 10 pints Friday, Saturday, it's like you're eating the weekend times two. Yeah, that's the, <laughs> yeah look, at the end of the day, like, it's obviously um, different strokes for different folks, and, and uh, unfortunately yeah. for somebody like me, I've got the uh, the genetics, and, uh, you know, that's just the, um, the hand that I got handed, so you've just got to deal with it, to be fair. Nice, nice, nice. So are you drinking the low carb like do have you gone that way with the beers at all or is that just like you're just like no nah, that's not my cup of tea yeah I do yeah yeah no I generally always now drink um low carb but I only really noticed since I came back from London had actually entered into the New Zealand market like before that I was sort of always you know drinking spates and maybe craft beers sort of thing but now nah, now I generally definitely gravitate towards those um those drinks yeah nice I okay. uh, definitely stay away from the vodka waters and all that because I don't have the money you know I've got to spend so much money on my missus that I can't afford spirits <laughs> so I'm, I'm always on the beers you know that high maintenance Irish girlfriend hey yeah 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 she raises the blood pressure anyway <laughs> hey I thought you had like quite steady blood pressure I do uh, remarkably <laughs> pressure. so every time I go to the doctors uh they take my blood pressure the other day I did a medical for the navy because I'm going into the air and um they did my blood pressure and then my, you know, my heart, resting heart rate and stuff. And they're like, you were high performance athlete. And I was like, well, <laughs> like absolutely not. Look at me. <laughs> You're like, keep talking to me. What else am I great at? <laughs> my blood oh. pressure, blood pressure and heart rate. Yeah. Amazing. It was just, yeah, the catalyst moment. 
the other day was when um, I went for a blood test because in London it started going up my cholesterol. And to be fair, I was living the London lifestyle, so I wasn't too surprised. I thought it might straighten out when I come to New Zealand and it actually got higher. And that's actually when I reached out to you because I was like, you know, I'm not, I know that high cholesterol is not something that's probably expected for a 29-year-old and I've got family history of it and stuff. So that's when I was like, look, actually write it in. When you were getting told this stuff, you've got a choice to either do something about it or not do anything about it. And then that's probably why I'm here now, yeah. Yeah, awesome. And then from a dietary point of view, you know, one of the best ways to lower your cholesterol is, what is it? Not drinking. Not drinking. I'll give, you, I'll give you another one that you actually like. Subbing out saturated fat yep. or unsaturated fat. So usually the fat found in like animal products, like the the not so good fat for the healthier fats, um, which yeah. are found in like plant foods. Um, yeah, I mean, hi, my name's Sam Rack and I'm addicted to food. <laughs> <laughs> You're addicted to red meat, potatoes, alcohol, salt. <laughs> Well, to be, yeah, yeah. So, well, the Irish missus hasn't helped that because she's dead set, dead set. And, like, God bless her. She's like, potatoes are vegetables. They're good for you. And I was like, look, hey, like, I'm not going to say that. And she's not, not wrong. Yeah. She's, she's not wrong. But when you're cooking wedges and putting curry sauce on them every night, because, you know, Irish people, they love that stuff. <laughs> eh? So, I've had to rein in the potatoes and stop buying them because she just cooks them every night. And I'm like, look, it's just, it's not good for me, baby. So, we're How all. How does she react to that? Oh, she hates me, eh? Yeah, we nearly split up. Yeah. You She's can't like, I need my potatoes. You don't take a potato away from an Irish girl, you know? <laughs> so true. I love how she's going to be listening to this. So, but right. The food, the, food, the food from what, like, you've said to me, um, you know, portion size is a big one. Um, I probably, like, super, super good at controlling breakfast, lunch, and snacks. And then the other day, because I started writing down all of my food and things like that, and then dinner was the one that I really needed to address, you know, so because I can finish work by anywhere between, you know, five and eight or whatever, depending on how busy I am. And you get home and because Deirdre works nights as a nurse, we're really busy. We might not eat sometimes till eight or nine and go get seconds or something. So that was a massive thing for me after talking to you, reining in, um, was something that I could just straight away see that I needed to address, as opposed to some of the other ones, which... I probably was pretty good with. Like, I don't have virtually any sugar, um, you know, and all that sort of stuff. So that was another yeah. big one. Yeah, nice. Everyone just has those weaknesses, right? And it's about really having a good hard look at them. So, Ruck, one more question for you. Yes. Uh, so a lot of older people kind of go through their life and they've done what you've done to date, which is the cycle of, like, go hard and then we're back, you know, relaxing, eating potatoes and alcohol and, you know, all the rest of it. Potatoes are fine and, you know, portion control. Um, <laughs> do you do you believe and do you really want to, like, make a change with that and not necessarily cycle or do you kind of just feel like that's the way that it's kind of always going to be? Does that make um, sense? Yeah, you know, and I definitely understand that. I think previously I probably did always think like that. I was sort of like, look, this is always just how it's sort of destined to be. I'm not sort of got the um, the genetics and all that stuff to just be like really, really healthy and whatnot. But at the end of the day, I think after getting those results and talking to you, it all comes down to me, you know. So it all comes down to me as a person and making some decisions and 
probably not putting, you know, I've got a, a massive thing of FOMO and like putting other people first. So I'll generally always go to an event, even though I probably really, really shouldn't in terms of where I'm sitting with my life. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I think after that and talking to you, yeah, at the end of the day, you've got no one else to um, blame, so you're just going to put your hand up there. And, you know, you know yourself as well. My old man's had four or five heart bypasses. So, for me, at 29, getting high cholesterol, it's like, well, you know, my old man was 40 or 45 when that happened, which isn't too far away, to be fair. So, it has been a massive sort of reality check on how you're going. And you don't necessarily, because I've always sort of thought, oh, I've got five years, you know. I'm 25 and I'll be 30 and that's still pretty young to sort things out. But at the end of the day, I'm nearly 30. And so if you thought like that, you know, in another 10 years, um, we're kicking 40, you know, so. Yeah. And then most people, most people by that stage have kids as well. So it's even harder to put the focus on you. So that's why I think it's just so important in our late 20s, early 30s to really crack down on, like you say, yourself and, you know, setting up the health that you want. Yeah, and especially for young guys, eh, Paulson? Like, you know, I've um, never, like, struggled with, like, sport or going to the gym or something like that. You know, the Ellington boys back in Ashburton would probably say I'm not the fittest at the moment after running a few Henny Mowers in this right year's rugby But, um, like, I've never really struggled with that. You know, I've always biked, gone to the gym and cycled. And so kind of in the back of my mind, I've been like, well, I haven't been climbing stairs and nearly about have a heart attack. So I must be all good because sometimes – the people that are presenting with these issues, you do think, oh, you know, you must have known that you aren't healthy. But I think if you know, if I walked down the street, people wouldn't be like, Jesus, yeah. <laughs> that man not well, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> it's um, I think like young guys sort of, for me, when I got that blood test, I was like, yeah, that might be a wee bit high, but definitely not where it was, you know? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Rock. Well, hopefully people out there can just, yeah, take a bit of a look at themselves where they are at this time and point and just because they're 20 or 30 doesn't mean that they're safe from anything that's it yeah turn caterpillar to a butterfly you know (laughs) well sam thanks so much for sharing a part of your story um so like i said there will be plenty of young males and females out there that can relate to what you've said today and perhaps they're feeling some of the things that you are now if i get good feedback from you guys listening I would love to have Sam on again but I mean I need to get some feedback from you guys so if, if you enjoyed listening to this reach out let me know what you think reach out to Sam if you want um and we'll take it from there so thanks so much Sam and hopefully we will talk to you very soon uh, thanks Steph appreciate that Hey guys, it's just Steph here. So I went and had a look at the calorie content of some beers just to give you guys more of an overview of it. And I was actually quite interested too. So I checked out Spates. For those who don't know, Spates is a classic New Zealand beer. My friend has the last name Spates. She's part of the family. So I thought, hey, why not check out these guys? And actually they have the nutrition information of all of their products on the website which is not a common thing for alcohol brands to do. Um, As a matter of fact, I just the other day noticed a nutrition information label on an actual bottle of beer. So hopefully we start to see that a bit more coming through. So we've got it on all of our food products, but not on alcohol. Um, 
so yeah you might start seeing that pop up a bit a bit more and it's just good it means that you can compare between two products for example and be like oh you know what maybe I'll, I'll pick this one um so I've looked at the a bunch of Spates beers and they're all 330 ml bottles actually on the website um, they only have the 330 ml so usually on a nutrition information panel they'll have a 100 ml and the kind of standard serving size on the label these ones just had the 330 ml so the amount for one bottle except for the gold metal ale which is the classic kind of spates brand they actually only had that per 100 ml which i thought was interesting so just keep an eye out for things like that um you might look at that and be like oh you know this is the lowest calorie spate product when in fact it just looks that way because it's only per 100 mils hopefully that makes sense anyway i've converted that into 330 mils so all of these are per one bottle of spates and i'm going to give it to you in calories as i think that's the unit that most of you work in when it comes to energy kilojoules is actually what's on um products in New Zealand and Australia um, they do also list calories but calories is um, dominant in America so calories coming in at the highest calorie content per bottle was the summit lime so that was 143 cows next is the summit the standard summit so that's 120 cows and then the gold metal ale comes in at 109 so that's the classic kind of space brand um, that's 109 calories next down the list we have the summit ultra so that's 88 calories um, a bit less there and this one's actually 4.2 percent alcohol the rest are four percent alcohol so this one's slightly higher but the reason it's lower in calories is there's less carbohydrates so the claim they make on this product is 75 percent less carbs than the average carb content of leaving new zealand beer brands so there that 75 percent might be comparing against the most popular new zealand beer brands which i presume would be i don't know heineken corona all the ones that i presume are drunk in new zealand not necessarily made in new zealand um anyway that is irrelevant uh so yeah the summer ultra sitting there 88 cows um I think what would be interesting in the future is these kind of lower carb, lower cow products uh, like do grow is when we start to see claims made between a beer brand. So it might be like one um, low carb beer brand is saying that they have 25% less carbs or calories, for example, than another lower carb beer brand. Um, because at the moment, like, I haven't seen any claims like that and I presume most of the claims are just around comparing their low carb to the standard carb beer. Hopefully that makes some sense to you guys. Next on the list we have the Spates Mid Ale. So that's coming in at 79 cows. The reason that is lower is it's only 2.5% alcohol. So like I said the others are around 4. That summer ultra being 4.2. Um, and because of its lower alcohol content, it obviously has less calories. Alcohol is actually quite high in calories and kilojoules. So 
fat is the highest per gram of food is fat and then it's alcohol and then it's protein and carbs um so yeah alcohol is quite high and then last we have our summit zero this makes sense i mean zero alcohol so there's no calories coming from actual alcohol and this product is a 56 calorie bottle and then i just had to look up the comment that sam made around his that his dad said that a pint is a sausage. I was like, that's crack up. And Andy's actually bang on. So a Spates gold medal ale pint is 165 calories. Um, New Zealand pints are smaller than UK, so that's probably why it's coming in under that 200 cal mark, which is what Rocky and I were talking about in the podcast. So the pint is 165 cows and your standard beef sausage is 155 cows. So Sam's dad, bang on. Well done. Um, and then I just had a bit of a think about, okay, what's that in terms of total calorie intake? That's about one thirteenth of total cows of a standard adult. That being one thirteenth of total cows of an entire day once again hopefully that makes sense and hopefully all those numbers haven't confused you too much if they have just go back and listen to it all over again thanks guys so much it's always um such a pleasure to talk to you on here i love hearing feedback so i've loved the feedback i've got so far and if you have any please just reach out i'd love to hear it if you want to hear more on a particular topic or from a particular person i'd love to hear that too um yeah have a great morning day night whatever it is and i'll see you soon